Hello again to all my wonderful podcast listeners. This is your girl, Whitney, bringing you another episode of Mentoring to Empower. I pray that your Wednesday has been good thus far. I pray that um, many opportunities have presented itself to you. And I pray that if there were opportunities that presented itself, that you seize the moment, that um, you took a chance, whatever it may be, if it was maybe a promotion on your job, um, maybe it was another job that you had been seeking, maybe getting into college, um, buying a house, a new car, whatever the case may be. I pray that you did not let the opportunity pass you by. So, we're going to talk about awareness. If you go back and you listen to another episode that I did, um, it was a daily affirmation on awareness. And so, I decided to come back to this topic because... I feel that it is needed, especially in the day and time that we're in now uh, with everything that's going on with us, within us, around us. I feel that um, awareness, it, it needs to be discussed. It needs to be talked about. And so um, we're going to talk a little bit more about awareness so like I said the the first episode of um, awareness that I did it was a daily affirmation and I just gave you kind of a little background um, the definition of awareness and then I gave you an affirmation for awareness to kind of meditate on throughout the day um, throughout the week until you receive the next affirmation So I'm going to give you two more working definitions for awareness. And um, the first definition is the knowledge or perception of a situation or a fact. And the second definition is um, a concern about and well-informed interest in a particular situation or development. So with those two definitions, um, I dug a little deeper And it um, led me to a scripture from out of the Bible. And that is Numbers 15, 24, which says, And if it was done unintentionally without the community's awareness, the entire community is to prepare one young bull for a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, with its grain offering and drink offering according to the regulation and one male goat as a sin offering. So to sum all that up, meaning basically you can be guilty of a sin of omission, meaning an omission means a person or thing that has been left out or excluded without even being aware of it. So 
I use my children as an example. I'm always um, getting on to them about being aware of their emotions. Um, because like I said, with our teens and our young adults, because my oldest, he's 21, and my middle, she's 17, and then my baby, she's 8. So we know as toddlers, adolescents, um, they're kind of carefree. There's not too much, you know, angry. Um, they're, they're not really worried about anything. But as they get on up in their teenage years into young adulthood, then here comes the problems. Here comes the peer pressure and the trying to fit in, um, trying to compete with other people on social media. And social media is, you know, making them feel like you have to be a certain way. You have to look a certain way. You have to think a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. There's all these personas, all these images, all these perceptions that social media has teens and young adults and some older adults feeling like they have to compete with the next person. And so with that being said, when you are not aware of your actions of your emotions you start to act out you act out in a way to where you're you know you're angry um you're frustrated you're stressed and so when a close friend i say or a parent you know try to talk to you trying to get to the root of the problem you know trying to tell you well you know, I understand your frustration, your issues, but maybe you shouldn't act this way. Then you become combative or you become defensive. So then people will start looking at you and they can see these things that you may not be aware of. The anger, the fear, the frustration. So... Now you're on this path of you're you're just mad. Um, you want to fight everybody. You want to curse out everybody. And people are constantly, close people are constantly trying to, you know, again, talk with you, trying to help you, but you're not listening. So what's going to happen is life it's going to get its point across to you one way or the other because you are refusing to pay attention to what it's trying to teach you. But I don't want you to feel like, okay, so what are you saying that everything that happens to me, every bad thing that happens to me is supposed to happen to me? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, the lesson that life is trying to teach you is never to try and harm you, but rather make you aware of yourself, of your actions, your emotions, so that you can make the necessary adjustments. Now, a lot of times, 
as a, a young teenagers and as young adults, even older adults, because sometimes um, this happens to me, so I can attest to this. You know, I, I'm not just saying that it's only happening with teenagers and young adults. It, is, it happens with everybody. But sometimes your mind can be so clouded that you can become totally unaware of how people see and respond to you. So you try to figure out why. Then you tell yourself that, well, I'm not an angry person or I don't have an attitude, but that's not the way others will see you. They will see you as intimidating. And what's even worse is that when people tell you, you may take it as they're criticizing you. So now you're defensive. I can also attest to that. And I'll just say me. So, yeah, I, I get defensive when people are trying to tell me. And it's not that I don't like um, constructive criticism because I'm always open to criticism because I know that there's always room for personal growth. But the thing with me is don't always try to point out what you see wrong with me if no one can do the same to you. That's my issue. Again, it doesn't make it right, so please don't take this the wrong way. But that's my reasoning for being defensive. Is it the correct way? Or is it correct? No. But I'm just using me as an example. But why would you become defensive if what they're saying is not true? It's the question I'm asking you, the very same question that I often ask myself. The answer is because when criticism is offered, it invalidates you. What does invalidate mean? It, it makes you not important at the moment, at the time. But it shouldn't. It, it should never be a time where when you're giving constructive criticism that you feel invalidated. So my my suggestion to you is that if you're on the path to personal growth and self-awareness, criticism can provide you with a very profound insight about yourself. Same thing for me. That's why I said, yes, it's for teens and young adults, but it's also for older adults because we all go through this. And there are a lot of times when we get so busy with life, we get so caught up that we are not aware of the very things that we're doing, that we're saying, and how it affects the people that are close to us, the, the people that are around us. But if you can get beyond your anger and your fear, the people that criticize you are only using what they know 
to make you aware of how you impact the world. So don't feel like your parents or your guardian is always trying to um, make you feel bad about yourself or they don't have your best interest at heart. It depends on the situation. So th this is, you know, a case-by-case -case situation because there are some people that really and truly try to hurt others' feelings, whether it's a child or an adult. There are some people out there that intentionally does this. But for those people that truly care about you, that truly um, care about your well-being, that truly want to see you grow in life, They only want to make you aware of the impact that you are leaving. Because the impact that you're leaving, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. And so no matter how much you grow, how much you've grown, people will always see you as this mad person, as this angry person. And this is what I always tell my daughter because she's not a bad person. Like I said, it's just teens that they deal with different things. They deal with things differently. And I understand that because I was once a teen myself. But what I try to tell her is that no matter what the situation is, Find the positive in the situation. Turn that bad situation into something good. Because if every time something bad happens to you and you walk around, you're mad at the world, you're angry, that is how people will always see you. And no matter how much you change, how much... Um, how many classes you take or if you get a mentor to help you with your personal growth. None of that matters to them. Because all they see is who you used to be, not who you are now. So what I want you to do as a person is to try and control your ego long enough to hear what is being said to you. And you might just be surprised at how you said those very things to yourself. Maybe you sat in the room at night in your bed, you looked in the mirror, you cried, and you probably said these very same things that other people are saying to you, yet you're getting defensive with them because they're telling you because in the back of your head, you know that it's true. <clears throat> because one thing about it, people know when you are angry. They can hear it in your voice. They can see it on your face. And guess what those people are going to do? They're going to respond to you or to your anger with fear. And then guess what? That fear is going to make that person see something that is not there 
or hear something that was not even said. Have you ever been in a situation like that when you was angry and maybe you got into a verbal altercation with someone and now they're going back making allegations said you did something to them and you never even touched them? But because you were so angry and they were fearful of you, they created this illusion that you did. All because of the energy inside of you that you were unaware of had manifested as an experience of anger and fear. And so everybody saw you as this angry person. And that is what they believe. It, it doesn't matter about if there is evidence of whether or not you touched them or whatever the case may be. It is how they perceive you in their minds. And so that's what they believe about you. But if you become aware of yourself and the impact that you have on the world, things will get so much better for you. It won't be an easy task, but it be, but it will be worth it will be worth it. But it requires determination. Just like you're determined to pass a test to um get your license so you can start driving to get a job, that's the type of determination that it requires. You have to be willing to listen and keep plugging away, learning to accept and understand and love yourself exactly as you are coming from where you have been. You may have come from an abusive home. You may have had a troubling childhood. But if you'll keep learning, if you'll keep loving on yourself, you'll get to the place that you need to be. But the first step toward awareness is to, you have to be willing to look at yourself and to examine your life without judgment and self-criticism. That's the key word, self-criticism, because you are your biggest enemy. You are your worst enemy. It's bad enough that everybody else around you is criticizing you, but now you're criticizing yourself. You're beating yourself up. So if that means getting a journal and examining every little detail of your life, writing it down, do that. Everything, every experience that you have, every incident that has happened in your life it needs to be examined. It needs to be revisited. It needs to be explored so that you can make the necessary adjustments. And then once you are aware, you can then choose what works and what does not work. And when you get to that point to where you're fully aware, then you will no longer have that need to fear criticism. 
when somebody gives you constructive criticism, you won't have a um, defensive comeback to what they're saying. You'll be open to hear what they're trying to tell you. So when your parents or your friends or whomever is pointing out those unpleasant things about you, which you already know because you are aware of those things, rather than becoming upset and angry, just say, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. I realize that about myself. And I am working on it. Each and every day. None, done. And now they're no longer look at you as this angry person. Because they see that, well, okay, she is trying to, she is really trying. He is really trying. So, with that being said, just be aware of your emotions. Be aware of your actions. Because People are not going to perceive you how you want them to perceive you, especially when you're not aware of the very things that they see. So just keep that in mind and be mindful. It's necessary for your personal growth. Don't beat yourself up about it. We are all held accountable for our actions. So now it is time for you to be accountable for yourself. Stop always wanting to point the fingers and say, well, she made me do it. He made me do it. Um, What happened to me is the reason why, yeah, a lot of bad things happened to me when I was younger. And for a long time, I played that blame game. But as I got older and mature enough to understand and know, okay, well, yeah, these things happen to you. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue to walk around angry at everybody? Or are you going to fix what's wrong within you? Are you going to examine you and make the necessary adjustments so that you can get to where you need to be? And I did that. Now, I'm not saying that, oh, I mastered it. There's still work to be done. We're all still a work in progress. You can never stop learning. You can never stop growing. You're never too old to learn new things. Because as you develop in life, you're going to go through stages. And within those stages... 
you're not going to be the person that you were five years ago, 10 years ago. And if you are still that person, then you really need to examine yourself. Because now the problem is not everybody else. The problem is you. Because you don't want to grow. You don't want to learn. You want to stay stuck in your own ways, in your own patterns. And you want to continue to throw a pity party. And push everybody away from you. Then you want to cry when nobody loves you. Nobody wants to be around you. Look within yourself. Become aware of yourself, of your actions. Make the necessary adjustments. Because if you don't, life will do it for you. And when life does it for you, it won't be pleasant. I can assure you that. I've lost many people, many friends. Good-hearted people. I've lost plenty of opportunities, good opportunities, all because I failed to make the necessary adjustments, but not anymore. I love you all. I pray that the rest of your evening is wonderful. I pray sweet blessings over you. And as I always say, peace and blessings. Thank you for always tuning in with me. This has been another episode of Mentoring to Empower. Good night.